Hi, welcome to Anton Knows. This is episode 37 of Anton Knows. I'm your host, Anton. Let's go back to the TARDIS. Matt Smith's final group of adventures begins. So, let's start with the uh, Asylum of the Daleks. Rory and Amy are, are, are on the brink of divorce. And Doctor Who, the Doctor comes back and he uh, kind of solves their problems in less than a few minutes because the Daleks have called him in to ask for one favor, to save them. And the Doctor's like, why do you want to save it? Because down on this planet, there's an asylum. And it's all the Daleks that have been driven insane. And they're uh, basically totally evil and totally crazy. And uh, the Daleks kind of look at that as beautiful. Remember, they're different than us, so they, they look on beauty as something really twisted. So the Doctor finds a young girl trapped inside a Dalek, and she doesn't even know it, and her name is Clara. So they have to stop this Dalek, and you have to get there, and you have to get off this planet, like, very soon, because there's these microbots in the air that slowly turn you into a Dalek. Now, this next episode, Dinosaurs on a Spaceship, is probably one of my favorite episodes of this era. Come on. Pirates? Dinosaurs? Silurians? What more? So the doctor finds that from out from unit that they're going to shoot this spaceship down because it's going to crash. The doctor's like, no, 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 don't do that. Let me go up there find out what's going on. So he assembles a team, a big game hunter, Rory, Amy, and Amy's dad, who is played by the same actor who played Father Brown, Paul Dre, as they call him, the chief inspector calls him. So he's great in this story, too. He gets to ride on top of a triceratops. It's wonderful. And they uh, find that uh, the crew are dead, and these pirates, Solomon, this evil pirate, he's got them. When they get in their comeuppance, it's terrific. A lot of people don't like this episode, but I do. I really really love it. And they get to do dinosaurs right because with computer effects you can do more or less anything. A town called Mercy. The doctor finds a cyborg who is hunting for an alien fugitive. So you think the cyborg's the bad guy but turns out he's not the bad guy at all. He is hunting for this fugitive. The fugitive is the bad guy. And the guy that played uh, the astronaut in Farscape uh, he's in this. He's only in it for a little bit. That's probably one of the most underappreciated sci-fi shows, Farscape. Remember that name. It's a great sci-fi show, and he's in this for John Crichton, the, the actor. Uh, uh, he plays this character, John Crichton. Okay? So this uh, cyborg, they're after this fugitive, and the doctor uh, and Rory and Amy's like, I think we're on the wrong side here. The Power of Three... The Doctor and Rory and Amy, and with the help of UNIT, they find all these cubes all over the Earth, and no one knows who put them there, why they're there, and then eventually the slow invasion begins, and they begin to count down. We're counting down to what? Okay, and then Rory and Amy's final adventure. The Angels Take Manhattan. Shot exclusively in New York City. They shot this in Central Park. The doctor finds that the weeping angels, they're at work again. And they want to destroy uh, whoever they come in contact with. They remember that they used to send people back in time 
And if they get sent back in time, they can't get back to where they uh, originally were. So Amy finally has to make the decision that she's always had to make. Stay with the doctor or stay with her husband. And then the snowmen. The snowmen, uh, I forgot to mention Distraction Gang. That's this Silurian girl. She's like a samurai. She's like a detective during the Victorian times. So she has a wife. And she also has a manservant, like her butler, a centaurian named Strags. And so the doctor is like still helping out where he can, but he's kind of disillusioned after losing Lori and Amy. And so he runs into Clara again. She's destined to save the doctor. That's more or less what her destiny is really wrapped up within and the Time Lords. And... He uh, also finds out that the Grand Intelligence is at work again. It's a great Christmas special. These evil snowmen that eat people. has some great, uh, really great stuff. The Bells of St. John's. The doctor finds Clara again, and she's like, who are you, and what do you want? I don't know you. And the doctor's like, of course you do. So he finds out she's splintered throughout time. So he decides he's going to find out more about her and take her with him her event his adventures. So the rings of our Akiria, there's this alien intelligence that lives on the sun. So every year these other aliens have a festival and they sing to it and appease it. Eventually captures the doctor. The doctor makes this very passionate speech about, go ahead, take it, take it, you know, take it all. Remember... The uh, Hunt for Red October. Remember that great movie with Sean Connery? So in this episode, The Cold War, we find the doctor on a a submarine, a Russian submarine in the 1980s. We find that a group of people, uh, this Russian scientist thought he found a mammoth, but turns out, nope, not a mammoth at all. It's a ice warrior. I always love the ice warriors. There's a great... Ice Warriors story uh, in uh, Big Finish with Peter Davidson called The Red Dawn. And the Ice Warriors are the good guys. And I think they make better good guys than they do straight-up bad guys. In their first story, they were like straight-up bad guys. So this Ice Warrior is just very depressed. He feels that he's the last of his kind, so he's going to start a war on Earth just to incinerate everybody. So the Doctor has to kind of like play this game of cat and mouse between him and then well you'll find out go go watch it and then hide hide is a great episode right now the doctor takes clara to a haunted house where these mysterious disappearances happen and where who these people are and what kind of creature is hunting them there's a great quote the doctor looks right at the camera and says i am the doctor and i am afraid now, the journey to the center of the TARDIS, last time we got to see the inside of the TARDIS, beyond the control room, we do, uh, we think that it was used as an old hospital at the time. A lot of people don't like that, but here we get to see a lot of the inside of the TARDIS, and the doctor finds that there's a collision in space, and there's these guys that are trying to get at uh, all the precious metals, and they think it's just a piece of space junk. And uh, 
The doctor's got to get to the engine room, Clara and him, and he starts to question who Clara is and what is she doing there. And uh, they got to get there before the engines explode. And then the Crimson Horror, the Saxon gang return again. The, the doctor and Amy have disappeared. Uh, I mean, Clara have disappeared, and we're going to uh, find out what uh, this uh, organization is called. And Diana Rigg from the Avengers, not the uh, Marvel Avengers, but the other Avengers, the Avengers from uh, Steed and Emma Peel, the uh, guy who created Doctor Who, he came up with the idea for the Avengers. And uh, so she makes her appearance on Doctor Who. She was on Game of Thrones, too. And this is like one of her last appearances on, on TV. She's a British uh, TV legend. And then the Nightmare in Silver. Uh, Neil Gaiman, the guy who wrote The Sandman and a lot of other books, including The American Gods and a lot of other stuff, too. He's a big Doctor Who fan. He wrote The Doctor's Wife the previous season about the TARDIS and what if the TARDIS was put into a woman's body. So now, this time, it's about the Cyberman. He's a big Cyberman fan. So there's this group of... Uh, of uh, carnies and carnival. It's one of the best amusement parks in the universe. Of course, it's shut down. The doctor takes Clara and these two babysitting kids there. So the doctor has to play a chess game between him and the cyber planet for the fate of everything. And there's like this punishment group that is sent down there with this little person. He's another famous uh, British actor. And they're about to... uh, have this big final battle with the uh, Cybermen. And then the name of the Doctor, okay? Yes, we find out a lot about who the Doctor is, sort of, in his. And Clara's destiny is finally fulfilled. There's this bad guy called the Grand Intelligence. Yes, he's back again, and he wants to destroy the Doctor. And he's going to send the Doctor to one place he should never go, called Crimson Lore. Crimson Lore is this a place that where they supposedly the doctor ends and he has this tomb and he says oh you're looking for a body he says i've had dozens of them so clara jumps into the doctor's timeline in order to save him make him make all the right decisions that's why he's kind of run into clara for all this time okay and now you know that how time really is strange, even for Time Lords, how it works. The 50th anniversary. Now, I remember when the 50th anniversary was a big deal, and Doctor Who was all over the place. It was on the cover of every sci-fi magazine you can possibly imagine. Uh, Den of the Geek, uh, all these big things. They all talked about the big 50th anniversary special. Okay? So that week, they were going to, Uh, do something big. They did a lot of series of specials, especially this one. I love the way BBC America handled this. They showed at the same time that they got to see it in England. So remember, there's a lot of hours difference between us and them. So we got to see it at 3 o'clock without any commercials. So I invited some friends over and we watched it together. It was great. And uh, so the Zygons are at work again. We haven't seen the Zygons in a while. So they're back again, and they're hiding in plain sight. So the Doctor teams up with 
David Tennant's doctor with uh, uh, everybody except for Christopher Atkinson. Why, why he did, he was busy with Thor and a big Thor movie, and I, I don't know why he didn't appear in this. But we did get to see this other fellow, William Hurt, played the war doctor. So this older guy. So they all sort of make an appearance in it. And Tom Baker makes an appearance at the end and talks to Matt Smith at the end. Now, at right around this time, they revealed that Peter Capote, the new doctor, was going to appear in this. But they surprised everyone that he definitely appears in this when they go to save Gallifrey. It's terrific. Okay. And then the time of the doctor, this was the big Christmas special. Now, Matt Smith was kind of on the fence. He didn't know, should he stay? Should he go? Should he stay for one more year? But he decided, no, I'm going to go. Doctor Who has made me, but I'm going to go. So they did one big Christmas special. He's trapped on a world where it's always Christmas and he has to stop this and hold back all these different aliens because it's going to um, end everything. Gallifrey's going to fall again. The Time War is going to start all over again. The universe is going to get threatened. So the Doctor stays, and he stays for centuries. So Clara and him save Gallifrey, put it in a pocket dimension, stop the invasion, stop the Time War, but... He's an old, old man now because he's been there that long. And the Time Lords give him another set of regenerations so that he can go on carrying on the fight. So there's a reset, and he uh, tells uh, Clara he's starting to regenerate. There's nothing he can do about it. He takes off his bow tie because bow ties are cool, and he says to her, I will always remember when the doctor was me. So that's sort of a fitting saying to the actor. It's a fitting saying to the character. And he regenerates and turns into Peter Capaldi, who was on the short list. Can a grumpy guy be the new doctor? Could he be this guy? And when he asks Clara, am I a good man? It's really interesting to see. So is Matt Smith sitting around crying and saying, oh, I'm not the Doctor Who anymore, it's so sad? No, absolutely not. He's uh, running around doing all kinds of stuff. He's on the big award-winning show, The Crown, playing a uh, playing uh, one of the princes, and he's really famous on for doing that. And right now, as I say these words, he's in a a new horror film, or I should say horror thriller show called The Last Night in Soho. And he plays sort of like a club owner. He was in a, a really bad Terminator movie, but well, let's not talk about that. But in this, he plays a nightclub owner. So the girl that was in The Queen's Gambit, she plays a dual role, one girl trapped in the 19... 19- 60s and another girl trapped in art in present day and she and it's got like all these really weird goings on and so forth so we'll continue with our adventures with dr who with peter capote and what does he bring to the role what does he bring to the to the character and uh, can this last group of season cement dr who and keep it uh interesting and keep it going 
We'll let you know on another Anto Knows.